Forty chess. Yeah. Forty chess. Huh. Forty chess. Let's get it. Forty chess. Huh. Forty chess. Hey. Hey. Forty chess. This a trade show. Patreon where the trades go. Tap in and watch. That's what you came for. Ain't gotta say my name. They know my name, bro. Show with a trade from them. You should always make sure that your trade is in. Patreon, why not be a Patreon? Know you wish you could spend every day with them. Tap in and say what you gonna say with them. Stop home and can fill up a stadium. Next time you log in, make sure that you bring a friend. We about to kick off, let the day begin. Go follow the socials. 40 chess FF is posted. If your trade is an F, you get roasted. Go like and subscribe for the crew. Apple, Spotify, and the YouTube. You know Cooper got the wall too. Let us give you a walkthrough. This is Forty Chess. Mm, yeah. What up, man? What, what up, up? What up? What up? What up, what up? Welcome back chess. in, everybody, to another edition of the Forty Chess Dynasty Football Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, Adam. I. I love this chair. This chair, it made me feel like a captain, right? I feel like Captain Kirk and not Christian. <laughs> i tell you one thing, man. This guy right here, just seeing this chair and then seeing the reaction he's getting, man, I might have to, I don't know if I can ditch the, the uh, secret sauce here, but might have to, man. Secret lab it's might nice. have to go away. It's nice. Speaking of secret sauce, just quickly before we dive into, uh, you know, actually doing a podcast and we stop, uh, you know, pussyfooting around here. I like it. Okay. This is how much like I I must uh, care about you, or how much uh, my damn phone you know listens to everything that goes on between us. Because right. I just so happened to get a targeted ad today, where it was informing me that Buffalo Trace released its uh, antique or collection or whatever for like one hundred and forty nine dollars. <laughs> Let's go. And, and I'm sure you went immediately and copped it, right? Well, you you can't just order that shit online. But, That's true. You know, maybe maybe if you're a you're you're a good co-host, I might be on the lookout. You never I like know. What I'm hearing. I like what I'm hearing. Mm. That vodka tastes so good too. Yeah, <laughs> All man. right, buddy. I see we got an injury thumbnail on this one. You like that? Are we, t- are we talking QB injuries? It's time to talk some QB injuries, man. It's time to talk QB injuries. Uh, I, I think we should for everybody's sake, kind of discuss it, not just from the lens of if you have both of it, right? So if you have quarterback injuries, what do you do? How do you kind of deal with those landmines? Because in Superflex, that's such a big deal. But then also, if you have been paying attention for the last couple of years, if you have been paying attention even for the last couple months, you're in the quarterback hoarding lifestyle, and it's time to, you know, Let's go. lean in to this quarterback hoard, man. Dude, this uh this brings up a good one too. I was uh going through and doing waivers and anymore doing waivers, you know. It's like an hour process at this point. Yeah. Like not as bad as Eric. I think he said he took over four hours to do his, but <laughs> for the most part, uh there's probably like I don't know, out of forty leagues, I probably got like fifteen, seventeen that I just go, I don't give a fuck about the waivers. <laughs> like right. 
You just do a quick check and you just see if like could I leverage like a, a QB like is, is Tyson Badgett on the waivers? Like can I just outbid somebody to be an asshole and just Yeah, you just go on block style, right? Yep. Yeah. Other than that, like I don't care about picking up Damian Williams or, you know, the Royce Freeman news or, you know, seeing if somebody dropped Miles Gaskin, like I <laughs> the Julio Jones thing, like I don't I'm good, man. <laughs> like I'm actively tanking. Uh so I could just uh brush this one off and <clears throat> give the shit. But the rest of them, man, it does take a while. And, and what I did notice, at least on my contending teams, for now, all right, I'm knocking on some wood. I dodged uh, anything catastrophic this week, especially in those lineup those lineup leagues where you got to start those two super flex quarterbacks. I'm like, oh, oh thank God. I'm glad I had a fourth. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. Oh, glad this guy's not on bye. So bye apocalypse with all these QB injuries. Uh, so far, so good, at least for me. But uh, more specifically, I mean, let's just kick it off. What do you do if you're in that spot, though? Like, what do you do if if you if you're down? Yeah. Say say it again. Which side? If you're down. So so yeah yeah we'll start with the easy one right. Okay. You're a contender. Yep. You're down. You know, possibly Trevor Lawrence. You're definitely down Justin Fields. Uh, you know, one of these other quarterbacks that's going to be out could be a Baker Mayfield. Whatever. Uh, what are you doing if you're looking at you know starting some yeah some third nugget in your uh, your super flex spot? Yeah, I mean, I think. You know, the reality is there, there's already. I mean, you, Cooper put put it up here on the screen. There's a reason Warp says there's 48 quarterbacks over the course of the year, right? And I mean, you're looking at 32 starters. You know, if a team claims they have their starter for the whole season, mm-hmm. and we're already dealing with like a handful. You just you just mentioned a bunch of them. So odds are, if you play in a few leagues, you're already dealing with this at some level. Now, the deeper and the more you construct your team in the quarterback room. You're you got a little more typically leeway, but let's say you have four. All right, let's even say you've roster constructed with four quarterbacks. Right, but right now you're looking at two that are healthy, and you're looking at with bye weeks. Maybe you only got one this week. Like th- this is this type of scenario that can happen to you, and this is you did nothing wrong, right? Like you, this is not your fault. This is just a uh, variance got a hold of you. I, I think this is probably one of the tougher spots to be in because. You have to be. You have to evaluate one of those three injuries that you have at quarterback. Are they short term and long term? And if they're short term, like how how short term, right? Could you get if you only have a week or two of this type of scenario, man? You just patchwork this thing as best you can, right? Like you get a you know you go to the waiver wire, you get a turd nugget. If that's not the case though, like if this is more of a long term thing, like let's say you have Anthony Richardson, he's out for the season, like they're saying, right? And that was really your solidified quarterback one or two. Like you don't want to have your quarterback two for the full season be a, you know, quarterback thirty type, right? Like that's that is very suboptimal. I don't care if it's start nine, start twelve, best ball lineup. It doesn't matter. So I think when it's more the latter, you need to now figure out a plan of how I'm going to replace these quarterbacks. And we're going into week seven, man. So. By now, you should be able to look at a few teams that are definitely out and take a look at what they have at their quarterback room or other other teams that have a plethora. Um, you better hope it's not McNutted, but you got to go shopping and see how can I you know, plug in some of these quarterbacks. Is, is someone willing to sell Gardner Minshew, right? Is someone willing to sell some of these guys that they weren't necessarily planning on? So um, I think the first thing you have to do is assess your quarterback room, how drastic the injuries really are in the timeline of them, and then you got to find your attack plan for how to fill it up. I would say uh, best ball leagues, Adam, this is why I've always been a guy who's like, yeah, I need like four quarterbacks, man. Like I get by with three. I really want four. I hate having less than four. Three is like 
palatable. Like I can I, I can look at it and know I'd rather have a fourth. When I have two, man, I'd tell myself I'm I'm either not competing or I'm in a league where Mike's quarterback Horton and there's just nothing else she can do. And I mean four quarterbacks who are starters too. You know, yeah. like not, would, not does Dobbs guys. count on that list? Yeah, he would. He would. <laughs> you, you know, but the, even if you're roster construction roster constructing before the season, that was a tougher sell because we didn't really have clarity on actually who would be the guy. I mean, we had some rumblings, but it was like, I need no way they're starting in week one, right? He just got there. <laughs> like he didn't even know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> but uh, now PJ Walker would not really fall into no, that mix, no, right? No, definitely. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just for everyone listening's clarity, right, on what would fall into and what would not. Yeah. I would say this um, lineup, like those teams that are constructed where they have, uh, you know, just two elite quarterbacks and you're like, you know, you move the third, you know, for whatever, like I've been advocating. I'm kind of with you. Like you you just look and see what you need to do to get by this week um, and see how long you need to get by. Uh, best ball, you should have been rostered, constructed correctly, though. Like, you should have had right. a plethora of quarterbacks. I didn't care if you had Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Like, you should at least had a third on your team. should probably have had a fourth, like at least a fringe guy. Yeah. Uh, me, if the roster constraints allow it, like we're 35-plus on roster spots, oh, Adam. Wow. Like, you know, I'll hold one or two of those other quarterbacks who are backups and have the potential of getting a job. You know, Minshew. Those yeah, Minshew's a perfect name, right? Those kind of fill-ins, Aiden O'Connell's of the world. Yep. Now, if you're looking at it, like, best ball, hopefully you roster constructed correctly, you're okay. Best ball leagues, a little bit different, right, because you can have these guys go off and enter your super flex, so, like, you don't really need to panic, but you should definitely at least be exploring, like, what's a Dobbs cost? What's a Gardner Minshew cost? You know, what's the guy who's got Aiden O'Connell? What's he want? Even Tyson Badgett, if he's already on a roster, like at least I know he's playing for a week. It's worth a shot just to, to chuck a third lineup. This is why I always advocate for like having that liquidity. You know, we have so much variance in lineup leagues. Like you should be chock full of third round picks, second round picks for moments like this. Like you shouldn't be pushing all these in. Cause now you're sitting here and you're going, well, I had a really good QB two and my QB three was Jimmy G. You know, I, I was doing everything correctly, and now I'm looking at not starting any quarterbacks this week because my starters on by, the other two are hurt. <laughs> right? Like, ah, uh, I'm screwed. This is why you needed those seconds and thirds. So you could go to that guy who's got Gardner Minshew. Like that would be a guy I would target. You know, but maybe there's nothing on the waiver wire, but I'd go to the the, the manager who's got Gardner Minshew and be like, listen. I know you got me over a barrel here, but I'm not taking a zero at my QB spot. Like, I'm not letting one week just go by the wayside because everything matters so much. Every damn point in fantasy. How many times did you just miss the playoffs by one point? Or how many times did you just miss maybe the one or two seed, and then you got to play that first week in the playoffs, and that's where you get bounced. Like, every point matters. Every win matters, and I'm not conceding the damn thing. Yeah. So. If it cost me a second on a contender to go get Gardner Minshew, you post it, people will roast the shit out of you. But in reality, it's what you got to do, right? Like, yeah. hopefully, you could get something else done. But if that's the fallback, that's what you got to do. But you don't even have that option if you've leveraged every damn pick that you have, right? That, and you weren't sitting on these treasure trove of draft picks. So, yeah, I know people look at them and they go, oh, this pick don't matter. And, you know, when we talk about deals all the time, like if it's a start nine lineup, you know, uh, the third's kind of irrelevant or, you know, this is a late second. It doesn't really matter. This is the point where it matters. <laughs> Just the fact that that's got a two next to it or it's got a three. 
even in start nine, people don't value them like that. So they just go, oh, yeah, I'll sell you Gardner Minshew. Give me a second. (laughs) (laughs) By all means. So that's kind of a it's it's another life lesson for us playing Dynasty where it's like, yeah, yeah, we talk about it all the time. But now you're seeing having pick liquidity or asset liquidity in general is is uber important to just being able to get by week to week. Man, it it only like that if you have not kept a lot of liquidity, that ugly head will start to rear, rear itself right now, and it's only going to grow, man. It, it seems like every week, starting with buys, you, you'll get more attrition, and like we hate it. Like, like there's almost at this point, you know, outside of maybe Purdy for you, there's nobody that you're not exposed to at some degree, right? In in yep. Dynasty. So hey, any injury get, we hate, hey, I, hey, I, I'm just I'm just messing. Per, I got two pretty shares. Come on, two out of forty. That's pretty That's good, good for percentage. Mike. Man. That's pretty good. Pretty um, good. Yeah, he's he's not. But um, yeah, I mean, I, w- when these injuries happen, it's it's not good for any of our teams. But you're just you're we're so ingrained now to expect it. At least I am, and um, you start to see the injuries happen, and then it's amazing how when you have all these plans in the beginning. And you need to figure out a way to patchwork something together or actually go buy a long-term starter and you don't have your liquidity, it is so problematic. Like it is, it's almost hard to explain until you see it. And then when you don't have the liquidity, one of the problems is, so when you want to go buy, let's say you're in the, the, the former situation, right? Where you now have to figure out a way to buy some. The reason I uh, wanted to touch on this and that you already got there. If you have your liquidity, right, when you go to some rebuilder that doesn't care about these quarterbacks, you know, dynasty value, they just want to get picks or they want to re-roll it into something younger, like you have the picks to speak to them, right? That currency goes anywhere Mm -hmm. and especially to a rebuilder. Now, if you don't have your picks, understand you're going to a rebuilder and trying to figure out what of your pieces, like you're looking at your roster basically as what of this in the barter store, right, is is even current, what do they care about? You could yeah. have some awesome pieces that they could give a shit about, right? It's too old. They so you you now basically put yourself you're you're, you're pigeonholing yourself into so much uh, narrower of outcomes and trade talks when you don't have your liquidity right now for stuff like this. So um, that's another reason why, Mike. Every single time when we talk about trades, especially on like the trade show, even here, the context I always give when we're talking about sending my first or sending my picks is like, I better be roster constructed very well. I better have all these checks happen because if you are going to lose all your liquidity, like I want to make sure I have at least four quarterbacks. I want to make sure my check boxes are all in order. I want to have my quarterback depth. I want to have at least four of them. I want to have a decent amount of running backs, but not too much dynasty value associated there. I want to make sure I have at least whatever roster construction say, probably five or more receivers, right? I don't want to have too much stored up, but enough in, in tight ends so that in best ball I have enough of them, right? Like I, if I want to have all of those things checked off before I'm just willy-nilly sending my picks around because it's when you don't, it's basically like when you have credit card bills, but you don't have money. That interest is right. just awful, and you have to find a way to pay it off. It's uh, It stinks. It stinks, but we uh, we do get to talk about our favorite part of this, right? Oh. I mean, we don't we don't wish for injuries, right? We don't. But we're also uh, we're very greedy people, and uh, you know when the the QB hoard never works, league will just freeze you out. Week Ta-da. one off season, <laughs> sure. Remember me? Here we are. We're back. But you you wouldn't be 
you'd be shocked at like even like shitty gross QB hordes, right? Like how many of these guys were I was a tanking team. You don't want really want points on your team anyways. And it's, you know, roster some of these wide receivers who might pop in a lineup league. You know, they're going to mess up, fuck up your points for, you know, max point four at the end of the year. I'm not rostering those dudes. I'm a roster uh, Gardner Minshew, you know. Tyson Badge and I seen some shit on Twitter. Somebody liked him one time. <laughs> we put him on my team. You know, what if Justin Fields gets hurt, you know, running the football? Maybe this guy will get me a, a third-round pick someday. And here it is. Here's the days. And I was shocked at how many of these offers I got for these shitty-ass quarterbacks that I have. And then you go look at their teams. Right on the surface, good offers. I'll give you a third for Gardner, right? I'll give you a third for him. And you almost pull the trigger, and then you go, wait a second here. Let me go look. If they're offering me a third for Gardner, why? And then you go look, and you go, they have no quarterbacks this week. They have no quarterbacks for the potential future, right, for the next two, three weeks probably, right? Mm -hmm. We don't know how long, like, a Daniel Jones neck injury is actually going to keep him out. We don't know if Trevor Lawrence is going to be ready to go by by all accounts, though. I imagine by the time this came out on Friday, uh, they play on Thursday, so you, you would have known. But it's looking good, at least from today's practice report. But like, yeah. some of these guys' status is up there. Justin Fields is going to be out. Right? We know that for a fact. He's not playing this week. That's, that's yeah. for damn sure. You go and look at it and you go, oh, this is an uber-contending team with their first-round pick already leveraged, right, an old – crusty roster Y'all be, sitting here, you better pray i don't have it and, and they're sitting here without any quarterbacks and it's going yeah i could just take the third or it's my time to shine right it's brucey's time to shine. brucey's time <laughs> sitting, baby i've been sitting at the back taking shit all year it's my time yeah you know yeah i'm gonna need i'm gonna need that 25 second <laughs> i ain't paying that let me you, get that you know what you ain't getting gardner Minshew. <laughs> okay well uh carry on my friend we'll We'll talk don't another worry. week. We'll, we'll talk next week when you don't have a QB. There's another contender in there who could probably use Gardner Minshew this week. Let me go see if they're willing to pay it. Like this is this is the beauty. This is my favorite time where I get to I get to play managers against themselves. You know, I get to play managers against other managers, contending managers. I get to kind of go and look through rosters where, you know, if I got a contending roster. Right outside of like waivers, most of this is just micromanaging. Right, it's just how oh, this guy's been a zero or. I'm a, in a lineup league. I'm going to take a shot on this running back maybe in a week or two has a role and has some value, and I might need him for a start, uh, spot start or whatever. But most of the time, there's not a whole lot to do on these contending teams. Now, these rebuilding teams where I got this QB horde, I got this leverage, and it's my time, this is where I take pride. This is where I take those extra long work shits where I, where I sit on the can <laughs> and, and I really go through my league with a fine-tooth comb and find out where those pressure points are. So There's there's a good image. Mike taking a shit with a comb, you know? <laughs> fine tooth. Yeah. Right? Don't forget the fine tooth part. Please don't forget the fine tooth. Yeah, I mean, but honestly, the um it, it's funny cuz quarterback hordes can look different in different ways, right? <clears throat> and so the points you're making like if I have a quarterback horde going, right? And let's say that's four legit quarterbacks. I I would say without that number you don't. You definitely don't have a horde at all, right? Like, if you only have three quarterbacks, that's not a horde. That's what you need to have in fucking super flex leagues, man. <laughs> like, that ain't no horde, you know. <clears throat> um, if it's if you have four legit ones, and then you start backfilling a couple that are Gardner Minshew, and all of a sudden that 
See, that, that can now make your quarterback horde even more optimal because you have now a fifth, right? You, you end up winding up some of those. Um, let's say you had four legit quarterbacks and you had, you know, fringe guys like Baker Mayfield and, you know, Gardner Minshew and that. When you have this situation, a lot of times, you know, I get questions. I'm sure you do too, Mike. Like, how, when do I move? What do I sell it for? How, and everybody wants to like have this sale, this transaction happen right now. And that's, you know, in the off season, that's in week one. And a lot of times because of the offers and the, the way people are, you know, countering back and forth, I'm like, J- just hold, like, you're fine. Right. Do not try to make some kind of bonehead trade right now because you want to just get off of this quarterback. When you drafted him and you went to the quarterback horde, the whole idea was locking this value in because it's it's better than everyone else that's picking for their lineup. So that basically almost ins- ensures that you're going to be holding this asset until their lineup that they drafted for is fucked up. And guess what time it is now? It's fucked up. And <laughs> the whole point there, now that it is, now you're sitting here and that value plus the fact that you have the most scarce asset in those super flex quarterbacks, all of a sudden the trade talks have flipped completely 180 with leverage. So because you have that, one, you're probably going to have people in your DMs and in your offers all the time. This is where it's almost, I would say if you if you haven't started, like that first domino hasn't fallen, and, and you could even have like a six or seven QB horde, man, right? Like let's say you have a deep quarterback horde too, and your, your record's trash because of it. That's fine. You already aren't planning to win this year. So now you even have more time to hold, and they don't because they want to win. Point is, when you start getting these offers in, this is, I think, Mike, the most crucial time, if you haven't had that first domino fall, to establish the alpha and the line of what is the price. This goes to anyone that's coming for your your quarterbacks. And when you make that first sale, all of a sudden, boom, the rest of them can go if you need them to go. And I think people don't bake that into quarterback hoarding. And the reality is, Mike, the, the attrition at this position and the rest of them is just getting started. Whether you want to believe it or not, it is just getting started. Last year, look, look at last year in the playoffs, how many of the elite quarterbacks were hurt, man? Like, yeah. You have, if you are not trying to win and you have the quarterback horde going, psh, man, you have nothing but time. Make them pay what you want them to. Now, don't be an idiot. Don't try to, you know, make someone pay 3x what market is. That, that That's just going to be yeah. negative to you. But make a reasonable offer where you're winning the deal. And getting some value out of these quarterbacks, I think this is this is exactly what you said, Mike. This is your time to shine. It is. I was just looking through and uh, I was seeing here uh, a few of these best ball leagues because I know uh, in some of these auction leagues that we did here, uh, you know, I just couldn't uh, couldn't help myself, Adam. I had to had to bid up them quarterbacks, right? You know, you know me <laughs> in an auction with my yeah, man. my price enforcing. It's brutal. I love but the price and the price enfor- Mike Mike lets the price enforcing go wrong, and it's like you know he's got all these quarterbacks and no one else, but he, he doesn't mind. He does not mind because he gets Don't this. Don't mind at all. Yeah, man. All right. So you are in a good spot here on some, but he, here's what I'm going to do, man. I'm going to walk through like how I identify like these, right? right. So I, I found one, I found one where I have a team and I'm going, let's see if I can get some deals done and yep. let's see if, <laughs> if it's a possibility. So the first thing you pull it up, I got, uh, I'm hurting f- with fields. Right, he's he's down, but my record's one and eleven. I'm dog shit. No one cares. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm bad. Right? I'm bad. Uh, yep. I, got, I got Russ. I got Lamar. I got Justin Herbert. 
So I had four quarterbacks. So I kind of had that mini QB horde in the best ball, but it was guys with real strong value towards the top, right? Yeah, yeah, right, yep. So the first thing I do is identify the league that I have, identify that I'm actually tanking, and it's, you know, not really beneficial to me to to yeah. hold on to quarterback. <laughs> right, yep. <laughs> make, make, sure, make sure you're checking all the all the important things. And then I start going through the, the very first thing I do is I look at records, right? So I just, if you're in sleeper on the app, um, by the way, I, Adam, I figured out a great way for us, uh, PC users, not Mac, you know, Mac, you guys get the, the you nice Android. You got it. The okay. Nice app. Let's hear it. Right. So there, there's this app called, uh, blue stacks. You can download, basically it's a, an app emulator. So oh, nice. you can go in the Google play store and actually download and log in and do all that stuff on sleeper and sweet pulls it up. You get some ads in the space, but you know, they got to make some money somehow, right? Can't knock them for the ads, but all right. just hit the X you get after to, it's you done, get to man, use you know? the actual sleeper app on your computer and not have to deal with a God awful website. That doesn't guy, even man. Let you he's got the, ball. he's got the fans, you know, blowing air up his up his oh, we ass. He's got the, you know, the new apps. I mean, what, what doesn't this guy have at this point, man? We are fancy. So I go and I start looking at records, right? And you you can pretty much rule out, you know, if a guy's in 11th place, 10th place, 9th place, <clears throat> losing record, probably not the best one to go to. You might find a fish or two in there, which they have this false sense of like, I'm on the verge of making a run, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm ready to go. You know, like the, the guy who sent me the offer today, even though I'm in 11th place and clearly tanking, he wanted my first for uh, for Alvin Kamara and something. I was like, oh, that was a good one. Okay. Well, <laughs> but shit, I have ones too, man. You know, every now and then, every now and then they try. They just, but, uh, uh, they just never get, you know, fulfilled. I want those like a, win- a winning record. So you look at it. The first one I got, you know, a guy who's six and six. I can put the cutoff right there. Six and six, he's five hundred. Could go either way. Um, more than likely, it probably get in decline. But then I start evaluating their quarterback room. Right, it's best ball league, super flex, pretty good scoring. Burrow hurts Baker Mayfield. All right. <laughs> Pass. Like, not a lot of motivation on that manager's uh, half, behalf to uh, to go ahead and make a move, right? So t- you can send something if you want, Adam. For me, it's usually just a pass, right? The pass. <laughs> pass. Like, I'm moving on to the next. Mm-hmm. How about a guy who's 7-5? and five? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, already on IR. Mac Jones, Gardner Minshew, Brock Purdy, Derek Carr. Best ball. Not the sexiest names, but you got four of them who got starting jobs right now. Not hurt. Pass. Right. Go on to the next. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a guy who's uh, number five in the league, eight and four. Uh, Dak Prescott on a bye this week. Kyler Murray still on injured reserve. Uh, Sam Howe, Desmond Ritter, Josh Dobbs. That's one where you might send out. If I'm going to send an offer over to this manager, it's going to be like somebody more like a Lamar. Right, it's going to be somebody more like a Justin Herbert. It's going to be a more sexy asset where you try to entice them to up tier, up tier because they're rocking with so many mids to below mids. Sure, right, so many non difference makers. Yep, I will still send out the offer to that one, but you really don't think that one's getting done. All right, so you go to the guy who's number seven, seven and five, Daniel Jones, hurt, Kenny Pickett, Wolf, <laughs> C.J. Stroud. And then you look and you go, okay. Maybe this one would be have some interest because Kenny Pickett hasn't played very well. Daniel Jones is out. But then they got Tyrod Taylor sitting on the bench, so they may be backfilling for a week or two. So they could be fine, right? 
Best ball, probably still send an offer out just to see what they have to say. Doesn't look likely, right? I'm just really trying to categorize it and like the very important ones that I want to get out and who I can leverage and who I know I'm going to have to finagle with or like really try to sell on a deal. I want to go after the big fish first. So I want to go after the, uh, the biggest stake I can find initially. So I go to the next guy, number four in the league, eight and four. Josh Allen, Kirk Cousins, end of list. Best ball league. <laughs> Could I interest you in a Russell Wilson? <laughs> right? Hello, hi, my name is McNutted. With everybody everybody suffering for, for quarterback depth, can I sell you Russell Wilson for your first and something? Like some youthful piece if I can find Lord. it on your team. The first right? plus, baby. <laughs> right, <laughs> the first plus. You go to the guy who's number three, 10 and 2. Tua, Deshaun Watson, Jared Goff. Now, you wonder maybe if they have a little bit of angst on Deshaun Watson. If I was going to do any type of QB hoard, it might be selling something like a Lamar Jackson type asset to go to Deshaun Watson and get a plus. Like I am more than willing to take this uncertain quarterback that I still like off your team, which I really think is pretty close in tier wise, but let me get a significant plus, right? Can I get two seconds? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if a first will happen or maybe I can get that youthful wide receiver as much as we've uh, we've hated the start to like Quentin Johnston season, right? <clears throat> it's not officially over yet because it ain't the end of the season, and he's not a uh, <laughs> he's, he's not a bust. What what uh, Drew Bean, uh, DF Bean Counter always call him? <laughs> face planner. Face planner. Not a face planner. Not face officially planner. yet. We, we still got we still got some weeks. So dag on face planner, man. He could still turn it around, but that would be a situation where if you had that kind of asset, like yeah. get Deshaun Watson in that one, and I'll sell you uh, a. <clears throat> good quarterback right in that range you go to the guy who's number one geno smith jordan love zach wilson matt stafford so far i'm like i'm coming up zeros in this league nobody's like super hurting and sometimes that's the way it goes yeah um and the guy who's got number two this is the one this is the one number two record in the entire league adam all right and you got to search to find this. I swear to God, I didn't plan this because it's just the way Sleeper did it. But the number two team in the league, last roster I'm looking at, he's 11 and one. He's rocking Trey Lance, Tyson Badgett, and Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Hello, sunshine. <laughs> this is the guy that you go and you try to target. And like Adam said, you could really, really try to break him off, but you don't want to scare the fish away right away. You don't want to. You don't want to like throw it out there. If they're not coming to you, don't go out there and ask for three firsts for Russell Wilson. Here, like, don't be that Russell guy. Wilson for the next three years of your your life. This is you're you're gonna have an eternity just like the Broncos with this contract. All right. right? So so what would you say? Let, let's talk through one here, right? And I want to get your opinion on what you would do to offer this deal, right? I just gave you the quarterback room. It's horrible. Sure. Still has the draft picks. Number two team in the league, right? Record wise, only lost one game, and it's against the median all year. Mm-hmm. horrible quarterback situation, not having Jimmy Garoppolo and his only quarterback is going to be Tyson Bashan for this week. <laughs> right? so no help agent, from Trey Lance. No other quarterbacks for no this week. No help from Trey Lance is coming anytime Who, who are the ones that are hurt and how long are they hurt? What's his like? Uh, what's his outlook look like? Jimmy's out for probably at least this week, if not you know, the next couple Does weeks. Does he only have Jimmy and Badgett? Jimmy and Badgett, that's it. Gee, many Christmas. I, I'm just assuming with second in the league that he – all right, okay. Carry on. I'm sorry. I'm I'm I'm, I'm there now. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you're rocking Jamar Chase, AJ Brown, Amon Ross, St. Brown. Olave, I get you. Smitty. I get you. I'm just you know I'm just trying to. Okay, so he's got those quarterbacks. Um, 
Badgen's the only one for this week, and then his team's really good everywhere else. He has all of his picks? Yep, every single one of them. <clears throat> okay. And which quarterbacks are you – you have Russ, you said. Who, which other quarterbacks are you are you looking at? Herbert, sell? Lamar, Russ, and uh, a Fields would be a no-go, right? Right. That, so Her- Herbert, Lamar, or Russ. Or Russ. Yep. <clears throat> I mean, any one of them go for the right price. I mean, I, I think, Mike, you got to ask yourself this. Do you think it's best here for you to sell Russ and try to actually see th- when I have quarterback hordes like this? One thing I one thing I look, like to do is look at the room and assess what I have to play with, what the market and people say about them, and then what's best for my team, right? And I think you have a, a serious conversation with yourself here. Do, are you better holding Russ than trying to really extract? well over market for him or are you better off holding Russ and trying to sell maybe a guy like Lamar and obviously the price difference and say like you're not going to sell Lamar like for what you sold Russ for you're going to sell Lamar for full boat plus you might be able to get more because he's like shit I could get I could get Lamar okay maybe I'm interested in that so that, that that would be my question for you is not now one thing is even if you answer it I'm probably sending offers for both of them but you know just to get the ball rolling that's exactly what I was going to ask you I send a reasonable offer with the Russ, because getting him off my team anyways on a rebuilder, it just it neutralizes my downside, my risk. So mm-hmm. I want to double prong this, right? I want to send the first offer that has Russ, right? I'm going to send two offers here, right? I'm going to send the the unsexy Russell Wilson, right? Here's a quarterback. Yep. I'm not going to ask for the moon in return. You're, I know you need one. Hopefully this gets a good trade relationship. But if it's not sexy enough, the second one I send – is going to involve a Justin Herbert or Lamar Jackson, and it's going to be full boat plus some, right? And and I want you to know exactly it's where it's going I'm to be at. premium. You'll get a premium quarterback for right. a premium price. So so how about this? The the first deal that I would send. This is what initially I came up with, and what I would be comfortable with. I just want your thoughts on it too. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to send it anyways, but I'm going to send him Russ, and I'm going to ask for a 24 first. Right? We already know it's on the later side. <laughs> Right. And I'm going to ask for something like Trey Lance back. Nothing burger to you. I mean, that's, that's, I think that's almost entirely too reasonable. You, you would tax him more. Well, I mean, I think you, in this scenario, you got to get a first for Russ. Like, this is a team that's already good. So the incentive for them to stay good as, as a single first that I always projects late, like, that's a minimum ask to me, frankly. Asking for Trey Lance, like, what the fuck do they care? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's that's basically asking what the minimum is in my mind. Like, a little more, obviously. But I think you have every right to ask for more and settle for that, frankly. Okay. Well, what would be something else you'd throw in? Like, I would, I, I would say, uh, like, yeah, a third, a couple thirds. I, I wouldn't even hesitate to say a sec. You know what I would do maybe is a second and third swap. Ooh, I like that idea. I like that. That's what's going to be said, right? My first and my third for your first, second, and Trey Lance. There you go. There you go. There you go. <clears throat> there you go. I like that. That's not a bad deal. I, I like that idea, right? You throw the swap in, plus it evens it up picks wise, and then exactly, and then and then now diffusing the situation. It also sets back, right? When you talk about chess. You're kind of doing a lot of setup moves, right? And the right. setup is you counter back without that pick swap. Fine, like that was what I needed bottom dollar, but got to start somewhere higher, you know. 
And now you break them off with the, the Justin Herbert deal, which I start with uh, Jamar Chase. You're 24 first. You're 25 first. And a 20, and a <laughs> Speaking of don't scare him away. And a 24 second. Goodness. Jamar Chase and two. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. That is uh, That would be the definition of scare him away. I'll scare him the hell out of here. Like a real asshole, right? But uh, you want to establish two different things. They look at that deal and they go, fuck, no way. <laughs> And then they look and they go, man, this rusty late too. <laughs> well, I mean, they'll tell you what they will do is they, it's going to go one of two ways. They're either going to say, you know what, that rust deal is definitely not as bad as that uh, uh, Herbert deal. Or it might say, this guy's fucking crazy. This is Santa Claus crazy ass offers. Get this dude out of here. This shit out of here. So that, that's just an idea of like what yeah. I'm doing in this time frame, right? I and, like it. And when I, when I do it too, like I also love to do that two prong attack. Like, I really love to do the two. Listen, I know I may have some really good quarterback assets, and I may have some Zach Wilsons of the world, right? Um, I will send you a reasonable offer and try to help you out with Zach Wilson, right? But I'm going to get that second out of Zach Wilson in the end. <laughs> this is my bottom dollar. Here's the reasonable coming offer. from you or someone else. You pick. <laughs> this, this is happening. Or if you really want to go shopping at the, the nice deluxe store, you want Justin Herbert, you want Joe Burrow, you want you know J- Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, whatever it is, here's the price. <laughs> the deluxe store is not cheap. Okay, <laughs> You're going to pay everything. Plus I, got t- I got tickets to the dance, man. I got tickets to the dance. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. The, the other thing I like about the reasonable offer for a guy like Russ, right? If, if you really <clears throat> think about it, we're only in week seven and – I say only, but, you know, about halfway through the year, right, the, the regular season, right? You kind of see where we're at and how bad, like, things have gone so far for some teams already through seven weeks where it just looks like despair. Mm-hmm. If your quarterback situation is that bad like this guy's and you've been, like, living on borrowed time, do you really think a Russ Wilson is going to be the one that, like, pops you over the top? Because it's also a reasonable bet, bet that this guy could fall from – Number two in the league, well, down to number eight. No, no. Well, see that that that's where I think, Mike, Mike. That's where see the set that second third swap is a is a as a layered trade for you, right. right? Because if if that person's looking at that trade right now, they're probably thinking, man, that it's a difference in a pick, maybe. Like your team's ass, their team's great. He's thinking, right. I'm gonna win the ship with this trade. Okay, but. Uh, uh, early third you're going to send back, right? But, it, Mike, if, if this guy falls on his face because those cor- – if it's Russ and Badgett, let's say, for the rest of the year, I mean, your team could be really good, but nobody, I, I would not be shocked, and if you're listening here, and you're not shocked at a quarterback room of Badgett and Russ n- missing the playoffs, even with studs, like you probably haven't played a lot of Superflex leagues that, that much because <laughs> – that is not a very optimal quarterback room, right? So, like that, that that actually, Mike, that that transitions. Uh, I don't know if you if you want, had some other points on that. I wanted to let you. No, get no, that. no. I but d- I got I a wanted, uh, I got a fifth I to give, want to get to. You know, I, I wanted to give a, a real actionable ad- advice on what I would do in this exact situation because I'm going to have, I don't know, probably five, six teams. You yeah. know, myself where I have three, four elite quarterbacks. I'm tanking. You know, yep. I may bought them all, spent all my auction dollars on them in the startup. The rest of the team's dog shit. Or, hell, I mean, there's a couple floating out there, like the Expo League, where I just QB hoarded right off the startup at them. Like, and I'm in the second year of it, and I'm just sitting here going, what's up, boys? <laughs> 
That was Brucey's time to shine. So, right. But I wanted to walk through at least my thought process, exactly how I do it, right? When yeah. I'm trying to identify targets on who I'm going after and, and who I want to trade and go step by step, like there's some I can just dismiss right away, man. If it's the number 10 team in the league and they got a losing record, like, Dude's probably tanking. I'm not gonna waste my time, right? And I'm sure. not gonna, I'm not gonna send out an offer that's gonna seem absurd like that one, and then just completely burn a trade bridge down the road because I wanted to be an asshole or I wanted to test every single possibility in my league. Mm-hmm. I know better. I know better yeah. when when I don't need to waste time. Yeah. Well, um, I'm with you, and I and I got, I have a league that I'll, I'll walk through as well. But, um, you know, I, th- this this talk here, you know the lifestyle, right? We talk about with quarterback hoarding. It's a lifestyle. This isn't just a one-time thing in a startup. You get a little bump up in value and then you just forget about it, right? right? The the lifestyle approach, Mike, to me carries so much into everything we talk about. I'm, I'm going to get us to the 50, right? We call this de- demonic. Maddie Kiwum, shout out to Maddie, you know, Maddie Double Tap as we coined him <laughs> the first time. Maddie was in the back end of the turn, right? And when we, we called him Maddie Double Tap because every time that 12 spot came was bam, bam. The picks were coming right back around, man. Maddie Double Tap. So he he called us. He gave the fifth D. He coined it demonic. And, Mike, the fifth D for me is when you talk about the lifestyle of the quarterback horde and looking forward at these things. Really, a lot of people might be sitting here in a situation today. Dynasty Degenerates, you're sitting here, you're looking, you're kind of like, man, how did I get in this mess? And it kind of just, you're living right now. Right. And if you don't, if you don't have like prep plans, if you don't have a plan, you're always just living in the moment. And what can happen there is when you don't have a plan, (laughs) everything can go awry because you don't even have a plan. Mm -hmm. What I'm looking for is the combination of the fact that we know attrition is going to happen, quarterback hoarding, and then the pick liquidity, right? When I, when I talk about this 50, this is kind of in some of my leagues that I can actually make this happen in. The way I merge these all together and really absolutely wreak havoc and control a situation like this. So when I'm, when I'm looking to acquire picks from teams, right, <clears throat> especially early in the inceptions of the league, the first thing I'm looking to do in best ball is bet against the teams that don't have a good quarterback room. They have not built their quarterback room well, right? So I'm looking at teams that have two quarterbacks, that have – three but two of them are highly questionable right those are the teams i'm typically looking to bet against hell i'm even looking to bet against sometimes these teams that are mahomes and allen but they have no backfill and the rest of their depth is questionable so mike i have a league right now where i'm five and one so i actually am the highest scoring team in the league but lost the the week that uh, i was the number two scorer last week or two weeks ago so i lost that week but Five and one, teams built pretty well. I have five quarterbacks going right now. So in this league, um, this team has Herbert, it has Lamar, it has Lawrence, it has Russ, and it has Purdy. All right. So in this one, I also have four first. Now the truth is, my depth and like my team around it, it's it's very good, but it's not in a perfect situation. And it's partly right. because I have five quarterbacks and because I have four first round picks. And I know, like, my future plan has always been at the right time that I'm going to leverage the fact that I have these things going, right? I don't need to have the perfect, perfect best ball roster right now to make this play. So when I have these four firsts, Mike, none of these are mine. I've already I already pushed mine in, but I have four firsts that are not mine. I have those five quarterbacks. <clears throat> so the first thing I'm looking at in this situation 
Okay. When I have your pick, what am I looking to do with it? I mean, I'm going to probably hold this all this time, and I want to send. <laughs> I want to sell it back to you in situations where your quarterback room has gone to shit. And two yeah. of my first, Mike, that I have, I'm looking at teams that have uh, one or two quarterbacks that are hurt, and they either have to come to me or they can keep trying to, you know, get by with patchwork, and that's going to just make your pick better. So either way, I'm inclined to win and you're inclined to lose. Now, if you want to fix it, you better get that pick back or you better trade for a quarterback, right? So let's talk about one here, and I'm curious your thoughts on this one. One of the guys has Anthony Richardson. And because I have, you know, it's best ball, there's 32 roster spots, would you take a rich back in a trade and, and get a plus for one of these quarterbacks and, and roster the zero. I, I'm honestly of the mindset that I may not even like give that much, give that too much um, consideration unless the, the plus is significant. The plus has to be pretty significant. I almost had a moment of weakness last night with an Anthony Richardson trade too. Cause my brain couldn't wrap around the whole thing that dude's probably out for the season. Right, and we're still in this. Man, I just seen him a couple weeks ago. You know, we were talking about potential at top five, right? Like I was still a little bit in that that shock thing, and it was in regards to moving off of a Jalen Hurts. I'm like, after I uh, I posted in the Discord, and they're like, ah, oh, that's way too low. I'm like, nah, I'm good. And I'm like, yeah. you know yeah. what? You're fucking right. Like I'm the one who's got the leverage here. Like. This is not beneficial to me to be holding, in, in your case, it wouldn't be beneficial to you to be holding a, a zero, like a, right. an actual, actual zero. Right. Like you, you, you're, taking you, out you, a, you're taking out a quarterback of my, of my room that, can, that floats in and out, and I'm taking on a zero for the rest of the year. Correct. Right. You're, you're hurting yourself on the contending side. You're hoping to make up for it in 2024 value, but we've seen these things go all over the map, right? Like at one point, Trey Lance was damn near a first round startup and then he fractures his ankle in the second week of, you know, the first real season he gets to start. And all of a sudden here we are, like, I'm asking for Trey Lance as a fucking throw in. <laughs> and I'm saying, nah, yeah, <laughs> right. no, I mean, but like, but really that I, I wanted to highlight that point too, about a rich real quick about, um, lineup and best ball, because if it's a lineup league, we're having a totally different conversation where line I up, to... you can stash them on your IR. Yeah. No one gives a shit. You're fine. Yeah. Or if it's an MFL league, that's best ball, but has a, you know, an IR spots, sure. IR spots. Yeah. Different conversation, right? Different things in value. Mm. If I'm any kind of a contender, Right, like I don't want to be rostering these these zeros, even if they've got tremendous dynasty value, because I'm doing it for one reason. Like I'm a contender, so I can go compete. Right, you got yep. to the point where you are, where you may not have tons of depth, Adam, but so far so good. Right? Yeah. Well, and you you don't need to start pissing that away on things that actually aren't going to help you. So exactly. And I, and I that think would be because- almost a non-starter for me, unless it was it was something like you know I I could get them for one first. Right, like you want. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Not you, there first. Back, you, right? you would, ha- or you'd have to add. You, you would have to add in a player, right? A skill right. player that's like a first round value. Right, right? and then, I, and then for me as a contender, then I'm thinking, well, now I got to take the next step because in reality, if I really want to compete, the smart thing is to take a rich, and then go flip them to somebody else for actual. Well, that's where you now need to figure out who's the team. rebuilders, right? And can you flip yeah. them there? Yep. But then you're talking about multiple steps of the move, and you open yourself up to so much to just breaking even or taking a loss exactly <laughs> and maybe so, not actually gaining anything at all well I, I wanted to just ask you that quickly on air because i think it was a good discussion but <clears throat> the truth is I've, I've kind of been uh 
not very interested in, in that part of the negotiation. So the second part now becomes, okay, what do you have to do? Now, one of the beautiful things that I think I wanted to talk about with this, this fifth D here, when you, when you, when your foresight, when your plan is taking some first that have opportunities to go awry because you are rewarded every way, unless they just have nothing go wrong. Even then you right. still have a late first, right? But if something goes wrong for them, you're rewarded with the picky they're getting earlier and you keeping it. Your, your downside is capped, right? It's going to exactly. be capped at 12, exactly. right? If exactly. the 14th team is capped at 14, right? You know where that, that, that floor is. That's what's what we, downside we is capped about, at 12 and there's, there's yeah. upside from there. Correct. Yeah. We talk about floor plays all the time in, in fantasy football. And the reality is the floor is actually, you can't even say the floor is zero. Adam, I see dudes go negative all the time. So the floor so, certainly negative exist. warp, you know. Um, but the but the floor does exist on a first round draft pick. It's how correct. many ever fucking teams are in your league. So, but the beautiful part of about not just so there's there's uh, cap downside, right? But then there's also that's with the pick. There's also when you have the quarterback horde. So when your plan is also some of that and you have this quarterback horde going, the beautiful part for me is when you have a real quarterback horde, Mike, and at that point I'm talking about five quarterbacks that have real jobs that are at that point now you can literally send away a quarterback and you now prefer, I prefer to not get a quarterback back. This is the most optimal position in my personal opinion. That's why I call it the 50, the most optimal position to be in in Dynasty. When you have... Other people's picks, you have their future in your hands, and you have quarterbacks that you can dispense without getting one back. The combination is, there is the fucking place to be in Dynasty, period. Exactly, exactly. I don't – I I prefer, right, I don't want your quarterback. Right? Well, I that's why I want to talk about that A-Rich thing because that's what people will try to do, right? <clears throat> a lot I, of times I, I, they're going to try to send you their hurt quarterback or find a way to – no, 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 listen. This is gonna go. This is gonna go one way. All right. This I, is a one way, one way road. I James Vanderbeek that shit from Varsity Blues. <laughs> I don't want your life. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him. All right. Or if you want to go with uh, not another teen movie, the the spoof of it. I don't want your life. Yep. Or your wife. <laughs> oh, your wife. There you go. <laughs> Just happens to be his mom. <laughs> and and now, Mike, I'm basically saying, okay, see. What this what this pick liquidity is doing, and one of the one of the reasons in best ball this works so well is I basically don't meet quite the thresholds, Mike, but I'm close for the skill players, running back, receiver, tight end. But these these picks and those quarterbacks are the quarterbacks not as much, but the picks are operating as they can't get hurt, right? So many people you, you could roster construct perfectly and you could have six injuries to your quarterbacks, your running backs, and your receivers right now. Shit, you could have had Justin Jefferson, yep. you know, uh, J.K. Dobbins. You could have had all these different quarterbacks. That's not even your fault. That, j- that shit just happens. Those those picks are liquid currency that can go get you something and fill that roster construction at the right time. So now I'm looking to implement this and basically send away Mike. I'm going to ask you some 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 trades here because I'm going to fire a couple off. All right, so <clears throat> let's start at the bottom here. What would Purdy cost? Because I know you hate Purdy, so I'm going to at least be you know have to have to think about it but what would purdy cost to this team if you were going to send them in a skill player i can give you some of the skill players they got they got uh eckler taylor garrett wilson chris godwin 
Um, Dallas Goddard um, starts getting a little grosser after that, frankly. Those are those are the ones of any real consequence. Any of those besides Dallas Goddard for me? I'm with you. <clears throat> um, I take I take Eckler back. I'll take JT. Um, what if, if he wants? Lave, what would what would the plus be like if, if he wants to say Goddard and something? Now it's just it's just one tight end start twelve. Yeah. Not it's interested. Nah. Okay. Yes. With you. So unless, one, unless he had like a, a second, and you're like, I'll bet against you. You think Brock Purdy's mm-hmm. going to save this? <laughs> I already I have a second. Two I already have a second. Yeah, never mind then. Yeah, I'm, we're, we're already betting against it. You know. Um, okay. So yeah, I think uh, I think I'm with you. I think something like I think something like Purdy for Godwin is is fair. Yeah, and that's probably bottom dollar. Like, well, Purdy, Purdy for Eckler. If you need a quarterback, is like sorry, perfect. boy. That's yeah. what you got to do. I think JT is probably a little bit on the too pricey side. Obviously, so is Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. I'm with you. All right. Yep. I think uh, I think I'll go with Godwin and maybe even add like something really light. Godwin and Goddard. There you go. Send him back a third or something. Send him back and, and send him back Purdy in a third. Now we're talking. All right. We'll start it there. We'll start it there. We um, need the quarterback. I need skill players. All right. Let's get to subject number two. All right. So. Okay, Mike. Subject number two. Like we got a lineup going yeah, on man, here. We got police lineup. This <laughs> is step a, forward. This is, is kind of words. You know, you know, demonic actually meet, fits here, right? This is kind of like saw. I want to <sighs> play a game. <laughs> um. All right. So this one we got Baker Mayfield is down, and who else is down? It's too, it's too bad that you already made up the thumbnail, right? We could have put the the saw mask. <laughs> you know what, man? It's not too late. We, this doesn't air till Friday. It's not too late at all. We can absolutely, true. absolutely add some stuff to it. Um, so so Baker, ba- Baker's down and Fields is the other quarterback. So that's down. So now he only has Gino currently. Yeah. Yikes. So let, let's let's uh, let's start with Purdy again because frankly, Purdy's my Cheap. rust here. Um, although I have rust too. So <laughs> fits, don't it? They about yeah. the same. At this yeah. Point. No, honestly, they they are. So right here, here's the players we can we can toy with or that he has on his roster. So there's Kamara, Pollard, Keenan Allen. Um, we got Michael Wilson, Rashad White, Jerry Judy, Dalvin Cook. Oof, man, we're getting scary in a hurry, buddy. Uh, okay, he's got some guys that are he's got he's got a bunch of other guys hurt. Aaron Jones, uh, Aaron Jones is on by, so we could add him in the mix. Right. I think maybe I'd try to do a one for two here. Straight up, I think you're right. I don't see one that I want one for one for a quarterback. Honestly, what 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 route are you going here? I think I'd bite the bullet for a week, right? Like, let me get your Aaron Jones and let me get a oh, Rashad White. No, that doesn't feel quite enough. I'd rather I'd rather have a receiver. Yeah, the, does I mean Keenan? The king is Keenan Allen's been playing so damn well. And people are attached to him now. And, well, and the problem is him. when I'm trading you, a, uh, you don't have your first and I'm trading you a quarterback. If I take away what is possibly your best scoring skill player, you're not going to see it as really helping yourself win. And, and to be fair on your part, like if I just got Keenan Allen back, no matter that he's playing really well, like it feels like I undersold. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> Doesn't it? Doesn't it? I don't care how much Keenan Allen's going off. Like I just traded for a plus 30 wide Well, because, because if – who could pull a hammy tomorrow? Yeah, if, if Keenan Allen is the the age factor for him is yes. so scary. Uh, is Lockett 
Let me ask you this. Is Lockett and Aaron Jones too light? Because it feels too light. It does feel a little bit light. It does feel a little bit light. Man. Um, I guess In I reality, could... it'd, it'd be like, for me, it'd be Kamara, Aaron Jones. Like That's what I'm actually leaning defense. towards. Just go two of the running backs. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. I I have seven receivers, so I'm not like tripping if I don't get a receiver back. I think I do. Right. I think I go for Kamara and Jones. I like that call. Preferably, you know, like the ultimate offer would be <clears> Keenan <throat> Allen and Aaron Jones. And, but the, I can guarantee you know what? Here, here, let, let's do this. Let, let let's let's go back to the drawing board here. Um, on my team, I'll give you. Let let's do a down tier, uh, an up tier for me at receiver. So let's Thank see. You. Let's go. All right, so here's my receivers. I got Amon Ross St. Brown, Drake Lennon, Terry McLaurin, Brandon Ayuk, Elijah Moore, and Deontay Johnson. Elijah Moore would be the one I'd throw in, to be completely honest. <clears throat> All right, so we're talking Keenan Allen and Aaron Jones for Purdy, uh, and, P- Elijah Purdy and Elijah Moore. I like that. Yeah, I'm with that. We'll start there. We'll start there. We'll see what you know. We'll see what that gets us. And that's very reasonable. It's very. <laughs> It's best ball league, right? It's not like Elijah Moore is a zero, but I think he's a little bit overinflated. Like he, he went from being almost worthless to people to, you know, way too hyped up for what he's actually doing on the field. This is yeah. Amari Cooper's team, boy. And no matter if Eric don't like it or not, PJ Walker's starting Amari Cooper's QB proof. <laughs> yep. Well, and, and, and I didn't know Amari Cooper could jump like that. And the crazy thing is I've never thought of Amari Cooper as this like contested catch wide receiver, but I do – Remember the announcers fucking saying on Sunday, like, that's what Amari Cooper does, contested catches. And I'm like, Bam. do you guys do you guys watch football? <laughs> Listen, he, he, may, he may be an extreme separator, all right? But he can test catch, man, all right? That's what he does. I've never thought of, never thought of Julio Jones. Des Bryant, you know, just... <laughs> Mossing fools. What are you guys talking about? You just throw shit out. It was like the you remember from like week one when they were, or week two where they were talking about the differences between <clears> Swift <throat> and Gainwell, right? Like Swift's the faster one, and Gainwell's a little bit more powerful. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Y'all Gain- tripping? Gainwell, li- listen. Gainwell, as far as power goes, and relative to the the, the field of not just the Eagles, the NFL is. He's not going to be much more powerful than anybody, all right? If this is, you know, what do they call those damn cards? Uh, Bro, he, I don't even think he runs with more power than Boston Scott does. I mean, mate, you, you could argue. Boston Scott's like 410. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's – well, anyway, yeah. <clears throat> um, but anyway, there, there, there's some other moves. Some uh, there's, an, there's one more team. But I, I wanted to just kind of give some actionable discussion yeah. and some real – um, the, the league insight into like when you tie, see Mike, one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is cause I go through, you know, I'm looking through my leagues just like you and th- this one felt like the timing of it was just perfect of really conceptualizing a lot of the things we talk about and putting them into practice at one time and how they really apply. Because if you have people's future and at this point in time, you also have a quarterback hoard. And in the, the reason you have their future is you're betting against their quarterback room. Like the the plays are endless. Now it just so happened that two of those teams had quarterback injuries to themselves, right? But think about it this way: let let's even say those quarterbacks were on different teams. Now you just have another couple teams that you probably have more, uh, you know, dialogue with trades because yeah. they're in a position to need one too. So when because when you have let's call it five quarterbacks or more. 
it's going to be very hard for everybody else to even be close to roster construction. Most of them yeah. are going to be light. And then when you have people's future, there's just odds they're going to have to come back to you at some point. And when you're in the position yeah. of both of those things, Mike, to me, it is the creme de la creme of fucking having just the place to be in Dynasty. Let me ask you this, too, just before we bounce out of here, too. Yeah. This this only applies to the QB position, right, Adam? Like, if, I, if I'm a rebuilder and I got Kyron Williams and Jerome Ford and, like, these kind of guys, buddy, like, the best offer you send me on a rebuilder, like, all right, I'll take it. Like, is Raheem Mostert worth a fuck ton? Did I just talk about, like, if I was crazy, if I was insane, if I really wanted to get the edge, would I go buy a Raheem Mostert for a first? It might be the play. Like, it might be the edge I have to do in some of these leagues where it's real tough to get deals done. People don't want to deal with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, you know what? To win this league, you know, let me just push these chips all in. And even if it's on a Raheem Mostert, like, at least I'm doing something, right? Mm-hmm. If I've got these kind of guys on a rebuilder, though, like, and nobody's giving me seconds, nobody's giving me a first, like, nobody's giving me good youth back in the <clears> form of <throat> wide receivers. Adam, you just take what you can get. Like, get these fucking points off my team. Like, now. <laughs> right? Because those guys are those guys are one injury away from just yeah. nothing. Yeah, nothing. well, I mean, there's there's obviously layers to it, right? Like, there's – now, to your point, the quarterback is the one absolute most leverageable position, period. Like, it just it, is. It's the one where you see dudes score 20 points on the regular – Right. It's a combination of right. It's a combination of in now. This is applying to most leagues. Now, there's you can get crazy scoring settings where it's uh, all ass backwards in certain spots. But in primary scoring settings, the quarterbacks are not only the most scarce asset when you have to when it's super flex or, or two quarterback or more. They're the most scarce and they score the most points. So they drive wins. They're the biggest driver of wins and they're the most scarce asset. Which, what is that going to cause? The most premium fucking price. And that's what it should be. Quarterbacks should be that, just like yeah. they are in the NFL, man. <laughs> if you don't got one, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and then when you think you have one, you know, Danny Dimes, you're still screwed, right? So, like, it's... The you, difference you, be, you, better, you better have a damn good quarterback room. The difference between fantasy and, like, NFL is... You can start a P.J. Walker in fantasy... And, like, get by with the rest of your team more times than not. Okay. Right? Like, you could be fine there. And I know the Browns won, so don't take this as hate. Say, P.J. But Walker, I, stand up. Adam, if they roll that fucking guy out the way he played on Sunday, like, like the next three weeks in a row. That defense better like, be dog-like, man. Oh, man, I'd, I'd probably – you might put a mortgage on uh, the fact that they're going to lose badly. <laughs> badly. I want you to think about that, though. They – Given all that, they beat the Niners. That's nuts. It really is. It's nuts. But yeah, um, you were saying the difference is like typically, <clears throat> typically in court, uh, if your super flex quarterback room is not built well, you're not going to be able to win. It, it's it can happen. It's just not very often. Think know? about how unspectacular Tyrod Taylor was, right? Playing Buffalo, mm-hmm. it wasn't that great. It wasn't bad, right? He didn't turn the ball over, but it wasn't. You weren't going like, holy shit, look at this guy. <laughs> this is like Tyrod from Buffalo from man, 2015. That, man, is, that, 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 man, that feels that feels like Tyrod has always been kind of like that, though, you know? Like, yeah. he's, he's helped teams win games, but you're never like, oh, my God, it's Tyrod fucking Taylor. Once upon a time. <laughs> I mean, 
What's I was never looking. I never looked at him that that glowingly. Maybe, but I get your point. I get you. He doesn't look like his old version. He does, and all he did was like step into people's super flex spot and score ten fantasy points, just on average in an yeah. average league. I mean, how many like fourteenth options on your bench, <laughs> right? From like a flex standpoint, with injuries and buys and everything, can you go like this? Dude's getting me ten points this week. Listen, man, I start people in my flex sometimes, like on the regular, where I go like, I'd kill if they got me 10 points. That was Tyrod fucking Taylor in one week. That's the value of the quarterback position and the value of, of the positional advantage of making sure that you're starting a quarterback in your super flex spot week in and week out, unless your team is just, you know, like we had a question from Zach, and he's like, who do I start in my super flex spot? And it was like Dobbs, and then it was like Kenneth Walker, and I'm like, how the fuck is Kenneth Walker not starting at a running back or a flex? And then he lists off the rest of the team, and I'm going, all right, Zach, <laughs> you got me on this one. Go ahead and bench the quarterback for Kenneth Walker this week. Like, good job. <laughs> but that's very rare. Very yeah. rare. Most mm-hmm. of these most of these times it's you gotta start the quarterback because even Tyrod fucking Taylor will get you ten points, you know, on a med week. And right. uh that's better than you can ask for most uh, other skill players that you could put in that spot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think uh, you know, the the big the big key takeaways here, Mike, are for me anyway. Um, having a plethora of quarterbacks in Superflex is never a fucking bad thing. And nope. if you if you feel a little uneasy with this, embrace it. Stay tuned. It only gets better from here. All right, like yes. just let let it sink in. Let it just let it happen. Let the dirt shower over you. You know we we haven't had um th- th- again. I don't wish this, so I'm knocking on this fake desk wood. I don't even know if it's real. It might be real. I don't remember. What We're gonna just go with it. It's real, so we can keep going. <laughs> Plus, no one, you're not supposed to knock on fake wood. So. Whatever. Let's, let's just, a, let's just, it, it's real wood. All right. We haven't had an elite quarterback go down yet. Well, we've had him go down, just not for like for the year. I mean, and and a rich was for a lot of people in that territory, right? I mean, I, I mean elite though. Like, well, you're talking like top five. Yeah, I mean. No, you know we get some like dislocated kneecap bullshit going on. Well, I mean, e- even Lawrence though is you know hurt now. He's going to be out for the year. I get you. I get you saying you're saying no elite quarterbacks out for the season, I, right? I said what I said. Elite. <laughs> you he too and Lawrence said. <laughs> oh my! Go back so to... we're talking top five, really, right? We're talking I said what top. I said. Oh my god! Well, yeah. Luckily, we only have like six, five or six of those types, and uh, we haven't had injuries to them yet, except for Joe Burrow, who's been hurt the whole fucking year and playing through it. So you know. I guess it depends on. There you go. I was I was waiting for you to take say hey he wasn't elite and then I would have been really been great. All it took was me trading away Joe Burrow and then like adding a plus right <clears throat> to get Justin Herbert for Joe Burrow to be like fuck you Mike. <laughs> How dare you? I'll show you. Dare you. Right, I'll show you where you can put that 4D. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the, the the quarterbacks um you know ha- having the plethora and then also tying in um when I'm looking to get and acquire picks. Um, ahead of time and right now, even yeah. right. If I can find ways to get, cause see, use this information even today for teams that maybe have their first and don't have the best quarterback rooms, but are willing to spend them on something that they shouldn't. Right. right. There, there are other quarterback injuries that are going to happen. And these are the things that I swear have the highest chances to pay dividends in the future. So before we bounce out, Koopa, thank you for being a, a ride or die, man. 
I love you, buddy. Love you, Mike Ross. He's been in here this whole time. But uh, yes, Marlon, sir. I haven't seen Marlon's name in the chat for a hot minute. Marlon had a question in here, and uh, this is a quick one, Adam. All right, let's get to Should it. Should I trade Puka for Madison or Judy? Right, <laughs> Madison <see>. slash Judy, <clears throat> so both of them. Uh, no. Nah. Pass. <laughs> I'm not not even a best ball. I'm not doing that. Nope. Not a best ball start 16. I don't. Nope. Pass. So, uh, yeah. Pass. Puka. But what's up, Marlon? Marlon also said he sent you a trade in shit IDP, Adam. So. Well, here, I'll tell you what, man. Um, Marlon, I, I will take a look at that as well. So, uh, yeah, appreciate it, Koopa. Appreciate everybody. Jay Skelly just hopped in. What's up, Jay Skelly? What up, I Jay Skelly? Look, look at this, man. Mike Ross giving out a little love back back to Mike. So Where's that turtle? Uh, oh, no. Here, let's see if I can. Here you go. Bang. Right there. See that? There we go. We got the turtle in there, man. There's a turtle. Um, so, yeah, so, so I hope this was uh, was valuable and actionable for you. And just remember, when your league mates are playing chess, play 40 chess. Love y'all. We'll see you back here same time, same place next week for the 40 Chess Dynasty Football Podcast. We're out of this thing. Peace. Peace. <laughs>